Okay, the body of Christ is very organic, and this is an organic picture of the body of Christ. And Paul in Corinthians, we'll get to these verses, he's going he's to compare, obviously, the body of Christ with the human body. With the human body, there's a head and then there's, a, there's the rest of the body, but they're still, they are one body, they're one person. So, Christ and the church. <clears throat> now, we have to consider, again, this matter of solo scripture, we come back to the Bible. What does the Bible say about the church? What does the Bible say about the body of Christ? Versus what I see. Versus tradition, versus what's out there. We, we're not here to judge what's out there, but we're here to judge the, the, what is revealed in the scripture and then compare it to our experience. And we, we need to aspire to practice what the Bible speaks about and to get into what the Bible speaks about. And we have to believe it's true. We have to believe it's real. We have to believe God can do it. Don't just say it can't happen. It's for the next age or, or it's just uh, all some kind of doctrine. Paul considered himself a master builder. Paul was ministering to build up the body of Christ. And, he, and in this line he says, for the building up of the body, God has given some gifted ones. He's given some apostles, he's given some prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. But don't worry too much about, well, who's an apostle, who's not an apostle? You know, is Tim an apostle, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, there's some gifted persons that are given, and they have a perfecting ability. They can perfect. Think about it like this. You're in a school. <clears throat> Let's say you're in an auto mechanic school, trade school, and you have the teacher. He's a gift, right? He's a gift. And his gift is to teach you and to perfect you. How do you change the oil? How do you change the spark plugs? And how do you change the pistons? And, and all these things. And you're, he's teaching, he's perfecting you. And eventually, he perfects you, so what? So you can function. So you can get out there and open up your shop and fix cars. And you can begin to do your work. So that's what has been given to the church, the body of Christ, gifted persons. And they, they're, now here's the point, though, that I, I like to make this point. The gifted ones, it says this, look. It says these gifted ones, are for the perfecting of the saints, verse 12, unto the work of the ministry. That means the saints, the, all the members are perfected. They're qualified. They're given certain skills by the gifted ones. And then they begin to do the work of ministry, and they build up the body of Christ. All the members functioning. Look at my body. <clears throat> there are so many members to my body. There's fingers, there's feet, there's ears, his eyes, every, all kind of members, and they're all functioning. They're all functioning in their measure, in their part. And they are building up, in a sense, they're building up this body, and they're giving the ability for this body to carry out the desire and the will of the person in this body. And this is the body of Christ. It's carrying out the will, the desire, and the burden of the head, which is Christ. And we're all members. We're functioning as members. Now, again, we, we compare the scripture versus our experience and versus the degraded situation, sorry to say, among believers today and in Christianity and even uh, the situation in the so-called church. We have to check, is, is, this, is this what's happening? Is this what's going on? Is this what we're a part of? Are we being perfected? Are we learning to function? Are we learning to function in our measure? Now, go back to the illustration of the mechanic. 
here's the teacher. He's teaching you how to change spark plugs, teaching you how to pistons and valves and everything. <clears throat> okay. But the goal is so you can get out there, so you can begin to do the work. And eventually there can be a lot of mechanics and they can fix all the cars. But unfortunately, the thought among believers is not this way. The thought among believers is more like this. He's a gifted one. And so he speaks week after week on valves. And next week he's on pistons. And the following week he's on carburetors. And you're there, you listen, wow, ooh, carburetors, man, I've never heard a message on carburetors like that. I've never seen valves that way. And oil, I mean, 1020 or whatever. Uh, 30, 40, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, and there you come, year after year, you come back and you listen. And you're being perfected. You're being perfected. And the next year, you're back again, and you're back again, and you're back again, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. And you've never changed the oil. You've never changed a spark plug. You've never worked on a car. Saints, you consider so much of the situation of what are the gifted ones, the thought among many believers, sorry to say, Christianity, is that we're just the congregation and we're listening and just, wow, he's gifted and I really appreciate what he's saying. It's really nice and it's, it's all inspiring But what, where's your function? Where, where, where do you ever do anything? It says here, you're being perfected unto the work of ministry for the building up. Every member of the body should be a functioning member. We'll see this as we go on. This is the biblical concept. Uh, you may think, well, what about this weekend? I mean, I just a few guys are doing all the talking. If this is the only way we carry out the church life, we're wrong, wrong, wrong. Yes, there's a place sometimes for these kind of meetings. But this should not be the normal, typical way we carry out the church. That's not in the Bible. What's in the Bible we'll get to in 1 Corinthians 12 and 1 Corinthians 14 about how the normal meetings of the church should be. They're not like this. This is a special meeting. You may say, well, it's some kind of perfecting meeting. Okay, that's good. But, okay, then, go on, it says, but holding to truth and love, we may grow up into him in all things who is the head, Christ. Then verse 16, out from whom all the body join together, okay? We're joined. We're organically connected one to another. We're joined together not just me and God. Yes, there's a place for me and God, but there's also a place for together. If your Christian experience is just you and God, it's abnormal. There is the, there is two sides. There's a vertical relationship which you need, a private time with God, you and the Lord alone. He nurtures you, He cherishes you. He's so able to be such a intimate father to every one of us. You know, we can't figure out how He can do it, but that's God. He's on the present. But we also need the together life, because the Bible says joined together. The Bible says knit together. It's not me. Go King James, go to New NIV, they're all the same. Joined together, knit together. And then it says through every joint of the rich supply. Well, the joints of the rich supply here must refer to the gifted ones, because they are kind of like a joint, and they have a rich portion, and they perfect us, and they infuse us. But it goes on to say, and through the operation, in measure of each one part, every member of the body of Christ in a proper and normal experience of the church as the body of Christ should be functioning and operating 
in its measure. And I, I would point out the word in measure. We're going to, we'll come to this a little bit later. It's an important word, in measure. Paul, in 2 Corinthians, I believe it's chapter 10, yeah, he refers to God as the God of measure. Every member of my body functions. And if it didn't, that would be an abnormal body. It would be a sick body. Sorry to say, but Christianity, in large part, in large measure, is quite sick. Why? Because only a few people do everything. And where is the rest of the people? It should be in a normal and healthy experience of the church as the body of Christ that Every member can function, and every member is being perfected to function, being perfected to pray, being perfected to preach the gospel, being perfected to uh, shepherd others, being perfected to speak for the Lord, whatever. But it's not that way, and the tradition may not be that way. But again, we come back and we unashamedly say, our position is that we reject tradition. And we accept and embrace the Word of God as the authority, and we believe it can be worked out. We refuse to believe it cannot be worked out. We believe it can be, and we must give ourselves to this, that the Lord would have a way to build up and to have a practical testimony of the church as the body of Christ. Okay, so that we operate in the measure of each part. Again, all the members of my body are operating, but they're operating in measure. They're operating in measure. They have a measure, a restriction. I was talking to uh, Joel Davis, a medical student. He was telling me that what is cancer? What is cancer? Cancer is a part of the body that grows out of measure, basically. It just grows out of measure. Normal and healthy cells, they have what's called, they experience what's called contact inhibition. By their contact with other cells, they are inhibited. Their function is there, but their function is in measure. But when they lose contact inhibition, they grow and function out of measure and it becomes a cancer, okay? Well, forget about the cancer right now. The main problem is not that. The main problem is nobody functions at all. But when they do begin to function, do the believers function in measure? Yet Paul is going to talk a lot about this measure. The operation in the measure of each one part causes the growth of what? The body, not the growth of the eyeball. Yeah, the eyeball grows, but it grows in measure. It grows bigger and bigger. Whoa, what an eyeball. Great, I've never seen such an eyeball before. Whoa. That'd be terrible. It just grows and grows and grows. Is that growth for the body? No, that growth is abnormal and grotesque. The body of Christ is beautiful, it's balanced, it's normal. We are all, and so as we talk about the body and the heavenly vision, one of the preeminent things we need to see about the body of Christ is this, that the body is of many members, and that we are members. You're a member of the body of Christ. You have a portion. You have a function. You have a part. And you need to grow, not for your own sake, but for the sake of the body, yes, you'll enjoy it as you grow, but the body eventually is what's built up. So the cause the growth of the body for the building up of itself. The body builds itself up as it functions. Why do children need to go out and play? 
I mean, all the educators know that children need to play. They need to play. Well, the blow off steam. No, not just that. More than that. They need to exercise the members of their body. They need to use their little fingers and their arms and their legs. They need to use all these things. And they grow as they're being used. But unfortunately, among Christians today, this concept is almost not there. Rather, the concept is, I come and I hear the man speak on spark plugs and pistons. And I just amazed, I've never heard such a mechanic in my whole life. This guy can change oil in five seconds. I mean, wow. But where, where, is, where, where is the real perfecting? What if all the medical schools, they just listen to the guys talk about anatomy and chemistry, and the medical students are just, ooh, wow, man, did you hear that lecture? That guy is so smart. We need doctors. We need nurses. We need people to be perfected. We are the members of Christ, and we have a function. And we need to pray, Lord, I want to function. I want to see myself as a member. You're not all inclusive. We're going to see this in chapter 12. You're not everything. I don't care how big a gift you are, Alan. You will never be more than a member. You may say, I'm an eyeball. Well, Paul says, okay, but how about your hearing? You're an eyeball, but you can't hear anything. Can you, can you, can you digest? <laughs> no. Okay, you'll never be all-inclusive. You need, and I need, every member of the body. But neither are you nothing. You may, well, your problem is, I don't think, or not that I think I'm an eyeball, I think I'm probably a, like, nothing. I'm just totally dispensable. Whether I'm here or not, who cares? No, you don't see the body either. You're a member. You're a member in the body, the littlest member. There are many little members, but the little finger, you probably can cut it off and get bowed at it. But you would have a harder time doing this. And sometimes this is so nice, you know, to do that. And plus, you probably couldn't pick things up quite as well, every member. So we need, as we see the body, we need to see, Lord, I'm a member. Show me that I'm a member. And Lord, show me I'm a functioning member. And Lord, I want to function. And I want to be perfected to function. It's sad among a group of Christians, we have to say, uh, uh, Pastor, would you pray for us, please? Any of us can pray. You don't have to have the pastor to pray. Yeah, the pastor can pray too, but so can you. Pastor, my friend, he, uh, he needs to get saved. Would you come to my house? You preach the gospel to him. Pastor, I got a, a friend who wants to be baptized. You baptize him. We're all members of the body. Let me tell you, again, you may, this may offend you. You know why I offend you? Tradition. That's why it offends you. It's not in the Bible. The Bible doesn't... Look, you know there's a story in Acts chapter 6. They appointed deacons so that they could serve the table. Stephen was appointed as a deacon. Philip was appointed as a deacon. Very interesting. No record of any of Stephen's service in that way. No record of any of Philip's service in that way. The only record we have is both of them out there preaching the gospel. Every member can preach the gospel. Every member can pray. Every member can shepherd. Every member can do all these works. The evangelists, they, yes, they preach the gospel, but they help us learn to preach the gospel. Even better. You know, like I say, don't just give them a fish, teach them how to fish. The evangelists, they preach the gospel, but they teach you how to preach the gospel. The shepherds, they shepherd, but they teach you how to care for other people. 
This is the body. We need to see a vision of the body of Christ and ourselves as members. Now.